um, you know, research are going to be living to 90 or 95. Where are these people going to live? So uh, there is nobody better or more uh, capable of letting us know about what's happening in the national real estate market. And we're going to talk about that. I mean, especially here in Florida, in the retirement community, you know, retirement state or retirement capital of the country, where the average age is about, I don't know, 112. What do you think, Johnny? About that. So we're going to be going live in about 30 seconds to a minute. And uh, thank you. Everybody. Welcome. It is December. I can't believe it, but it is December 2019. We are here at the We Beam TV studios in beautiful Newport, Ritchie, Florida, although it is supposed to go down to 40-something degrees today. It's definitely cold. Uh, that's, that's just cold. I don't care who you are. It's cold. That's cold. Well, uh, but anyway, it's going to be a great show tonight. Um, we're going to have for the second time or third? Second. Second time, <clears throat> Mr. Johnny Lowy, uh, a very, very well-known national real estate expert rated by the Wall Street Journal, top 50 realtors in the country. Uh, approximately two years ago, a little less, started a national franchise known as Align Right Realty. We're going to talk at the end of the show about that incredible um, project that you're working on and growing throughout the country. But really and truly, we're brought you here today um, was the fact that for the last two weeks we had some incredible long-term insurance experts on the show. And, I mean, these were icons, then national icons. Nice. And, um, and I always learned from them, but one of them said, I think it was Mark Goldberg, um, it was either Mark or Bill Comfrey, one of them said, there are more people in this country today, 62 years old and above, that there have been people 62 year old and above in the history of the country because mm. of longer lifespans. Wow. And there is no doubt uh, there is going to be a shortage of senior housing. And that's why I thought let's bring in a national real estate expert because that could be, a, uh, that really could be a serious problem, um, especially here in the, uh, uh, here in Florida, the retirement capital of the country, maybe of the world. I was just saying we to think Johnny, probably of the world. Of the world, probably. I mean, the average age of a... Or at least a, the United States. Yeah, yeah. It has, well, definitely the Absolutely. United States. California has more per capita, but we're the largest you know, for our you populations. Know, it, it's funny. You talk about these numbers on more folks over the age of 65. I just saw on CNN that they're saying that... Um, for population for chi children being born today, mm -hmm. the numbers are drastically down. Yes. So thank goodness that we're living longer so we can compensate for well, the yeah, less births no that are taking place. I wonder why they are down. No fooling around intended. No, I wonder no, why they are down. No, no pun intended. No pun either. intended at all. But um, <laughs> I, I wonder if that has a lot to do. I mean, well, I don't want to get into this topic well, too it's much. It's pretty expensive to raise a family. It's pretty expensive. So we just cheap. came through the greatest recession, yep. 2008 through 2013, that we've seen since 1929, and um, I get, yeah, there is a lot of depressed people out there that uh, they, still uh, haven't made that comeback. 
<clears throat> and, you know, when you're depressed, you know, sometimes you don't want to make whoopee. So uh, that's maybe that's it. All right. Could so before be. we get to discuss this, though. Where do uh, you go from there? Where do you go from there? <laughs> yes. um, before we discuss this, though, as always, I want to thank last week's guest, Mr. Mark Goldberg, Mr. Bill Comfort. <clears throat> and uh, once again, for the last two weeks, we were The above, Mark Goldberg? The Mark Goldberg. The Mark yeah, Goldberg. I'm not, there's oh a lot of Mark gosh. Goldbergs out there, but okay. not like this one. Uh, not like the one that comes here. That's but, awesome. Uh, and once again, we were above 82,000 people the last two weeks for each week for, nice. for viewers. So we thank you. Um, but I always want to welcome our new viewers and give you just a quick 60, 90 second premise of what is 62 Who Knew? Why are we here? What's the purpose of the show? Well, as you approach 62, I don't care who you are, other than maybe the top 1% of the country that is so wealthy, the other 99% of us, even the upper middle class, but pretty much have you, as you go to 62, have we actually, that camera? That camera? Okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, there's three cameras. I had a one out of three choice. I picked the wrong one. <laughs> it's not like I'm well paid for this. You know? I'm, me I'm making this up on the fly. Um, but really and truly, I say this all the time, <clears throat> it is the premise of the show. And we've actually built, obviously, in about 60 weeks from no viewers to, uh, to 80,000 plus viewers per week. So it's a well-accepted premise. But whether it was you or I, I'm more than 10 years older than Johnny, but your father, my father, their fathers, as they approach that age of 62, everyone in this country, basically for the last 100 years, has well, 50 years at least, has the same question. Should I retire? Yep. Have I got enough money to retire? Should I take Social Security now or possibly defer it to a later age? Yep. Do I still need my life insurance? Is it too late to get right. more life insurance? I've heard about long-term care insurance. Should I have it? Should I not? Should I change the balcony off the master bedroom so the wife doesn't fall off the balcony? Or, or should I wait? Or just a quick push, maybe. That you know, yeah, so no, depends, just... yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's just so many of those questions. Should I be in annuities? Should I be in income sure. annuities? Should I be <clears throat> yeah, stock, this, that? We all have had the same questions. Every generation. Even, even folks who aren't. I mean, I'm, I'm turning 5-0 yeah, in a few in months. March, right? Yep. And, you know, Big even party. for myself. You're all invited. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're going on a cruise. So, <laughs> 80,000 of us. Yeah. The Align Right cruise. So, uh, you know, even <laughs> at age 50, we all start to think, wow, did I set myself up? Am I going to be able to retire? And uh, am I doing the things that I need to be doing to mm -hmm. set myself up? so that I don't have to work my ass off for the rest of my That's life. I mean, you want to you want to be able to take some time. And you know when you're younger, you don't really think about it. For me, it just started to happen over the last few yeah. years of my life getting close to the 50 mark. I'm like, yeah. I got to start planning and getting my getting making sure I'm I'm ready. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm 61 and I'm not ready. I I, I actually do um, have enough money to live the rest of my life. Uh, as long as I die by next Thursday. So it's, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very, very well set. I've been planning with my financial planner for a long time. But all of us have the same questions. But sure. my generation, which is one ahead of you, I, we're not in the same generation with me being 11 years older than you. No, you're close. 61. I'm yeah. 49. Yeah, so, I'll be so 50. close. I'll be 50 before you're 62. Yeah, that's true. But my generation has a, the baby boomers, has a different problem than any generation before <clears throat> it, and that is longer lifespans. Right. When my parents uh, planned I want their, that problem. Yeah, that's a great... I want that problem. But it's a double-edged sword. It truly is. It's true. I mean, it's great to live to be 90, but if you're going to retire in your early to mid-60s and have 25 to 30 years of your life left, how many people can really do that and live high quality? Well, the, question, the real answer is about 1% of this country. 
all of us, whether we own real estate companies or mortgage companies, or That's we right. go to work every day to make a living, whatever we do, we got to worry about it. It is a double-edged sword, right. and that's the premise of 62 Who Knew. Every week, we either have a real estate expert, a long-term care insurance expert, a social security expert, health, right. diet, vacation. Uh, we really have uh, grown a lot in the last 60 weeks. And surprisingly... You know, but there is some downfall, too. Oh, yeah. There's because downfall. if you ask some of the couples out there, how many of you guys are retired, and your spouse is driving you crazy since they retired? Yes. Maybe... Us helping them to become financially stable. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's maybe we're breaking up marriages, Michael. Well, maybe uh, we're breaking up marriages. Or maybe we're saving marriages. We had an author on, and forgive me, the memory isn't what it used to be. Um, we had an author on that wrote a book about the psychology of retirement, and there is a higher percentage of seniors getting divorced than the, in true. the history of the country, and a lot of that does have to do with suddenly dad's home that's true. five days a week. and. Um, you know, I'm a really good person, but I'm not that easy to take five days Go a week. Go to any home in New York where there's retirees. I'm telling you, you are going to hear a woman in that household going, oh, my God, he's driving me crazy. Yeah. I wish he would go back to work. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the truth, too. But, uh, yeah, we're saving marriages here on 62. Who I'm telling you. Yeah. Let's but, get them their real estate license. Sell real yeah, estate part-time. Get, stay the heck out of the house and stop driving your wife crazy. Do you know, if we could get, like, 20 million people licensed and they only sold one house a year, we could be doing this show from a yacht. There we go. <laughs> One, of our yachts. One of our yachts. I get All seasick. Right, so I don't know if I can you do get that. Just a little bit. All right. Well, let's. Uh, I thought you said you want to go on a cruise for your 50th birthday. I do, but you're drinking when you're on the cruise. Oh, so okay. when the boat tips, you just go, eh, it's probably tips. the alcohol. So, that's so good to know. You, you don't, no, I'm just Boats playing. don't tip, yes. I do. And even do Canadians. That's really that, funny. I get that motion ease <laughs> stuff. You put it behind your yeah. ear, yeah. and it works. It do, no, it does work. All right. So let's. this is a serious problem. We're going to be serious now. It's hard for me and him to be serious because we spend a lot of time speaking with each other. But when one of the long-term care experts said last week, um, it really did give me the chills that there are more people 62 years old in this country right now than there have ever been 62-year-olds and above in the history of this country. That's awesome. And there is a shortage of senior housing. I agree. Um, you know, and, and I know you're not tapped in. Well, I mean, you're building a national franchise. Sure. You know, so you're not tapped into that exact problem. Mm. But what do you see of that? I mean, I know you talk to David Cribbs a lot. Sure. You do his, uh, um, you know, show. Is there a lot of that coming? I mean, are builders and realtors <clears throat> thinking about that? You know, it's funny because a lot more builders out there are starting to get more on board with senior living and, and quite for good reasons. I mean, mm-hmm. number one, there's supply and demand. Of course, that's a, a, a position they all want to be in. But in addition to that, the uh, federal government is giving some tax benefits to these builders going in and building mm-hmm. senior housing. So it's a great opportunity for the builder to receive some tax breaks and to really hit into a market. I find, though, that they're getting to be more in specific markets. And a lot of builders are a little hesitant to be the first one to start yeah. it in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still see it. I mean, it's it, but it's definitely an issue. And I think today, I mean, uh, folks, let me ask, I mean, are you guys, I, I assume you want active adult lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, and it's, it's getting better. You know, when you go into, I, I don't know if you've been to Kings Point down in Sun City Center Not for a while. And then if you've been over to uh, Lady Lake, Village is a Lady Lake. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a drastic yeah. difference on what you're going to find. Um, my dad asked me, he said, well, he's a 
John, what, what would you say is the difference between these two communities? And I said, well, I said, one, I think you live there and you're waiting to die. I said, in the other community, I think you're just starting to live. Yeah. I said, that other community, I said, Pop, there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. Plus, the old man's single now, so I'm trying to, you know. Get him out there. Yeah, I want to get him out. Hey, start, life's not over. You know, he's Your single. Your dad's young. He dances, right? He cooks. He's pretty much on the, he's got it going on for us. He's got a rich guy. son. He's got a, he's got a <laughs> cute son. He's got a cute, rich son. <laughs> so, but no, it's, it's definitely an issue. I think, you know, for folks who are looking to be in an active community, I think, number one, you've got to start your search and see what's available in that senior living community. Then you really got to focus on your lifestyle. Yeah. The house is just a small piece of it. And believe it or not, the house, you're, you're going to spend time there when, when you sleep and when you wake up and before you go to bed. If you get the right community, the goal is is that you're out, you're having fun. The, let me tell you, sir, the only reason you're driving your wife crazy is because you're not taking her out. She wants to go out. She wants to have a little bit of fun, right? Mm-hmm. So, And let me tell you, if you think the next one's going to be any different, who's not going to want to go out and have fun, she's lying. Yeah. She's lying. Okay? Yeah. So. Find the community, find the lifestyle that you're looking for, and listen, I know you want to be in certain parts of the world, certain parts of Florida per se, but be open to looking at other areas. Not everyone is building senior living, and if you can find something that has senior living and they maybe has a subsection of assisted living, and that's another piece. Now, assisted living facilities are actually starting to become more and more popular, Mm -hmm. but they're becoming more and more popular, Michael, on the private sector. Yes. So I work with investors who will say, <clears throat> hey, I want to get into this realm, into real estate. And I said, well, what do you got in mind? They say, I want to be a part of the assisted living. Mm-hmm. We contact a proper nursing facility that holds the right cert- certifications and the right licenses. Right. And then we purchase a resident and we turn it into an assisted living facility, ah. many times two beds per room, uh, depending on the size of the rooms. Mm-hmm. And it's a great opportunity if someone wants to get out of that community feel yeah. environment, but really wants more of a private home. Um, me personally, I guess different strokes for different folks. I, I, I want to see my old man in a fun community where yeah, he's getting the heck too. out of the house. I mean, he's always in the house. He's yeah. like, oh, I did my walking today. And that's not today. good for his lifespan. He needs <clears throat> no. to get out and do, keep the mind active. And he's 85. He's he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, you know, he's crotchety. Yeah. He's crotchety. You know, I mean, I'm crotchety okay. and I'm 61. Okay, you are crotchety. <laughs> I am no, you're not crotchety. So I think just get out there and look. Go on to home builder sites. Go on to Mm -hmm. Google, okay, and Google uh, 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 senior housing, okay, assisted living. Assisted living is probably, you know, that next juncture. You know, that's what we're hoping not to get to anytime soon. But look at the community. Look at the amenities. I'll tell you, you know where we're so close to, which is a beautiful community, Lakewood Ranch. Where Lisa Kennedy is. Yeah, Lakewood Ranch. What a beautiful community. I heard it was ranked as one of the top ten communities. Have you ever been there? Yeah, um, we're opening an office yeah, there. Oh, Heck yeah, right. I've been there. It's beautiful. I mean, it's you drive into this community. and you don't believe this is a senior community. No, it's incredible. And, I mean, every every pond comes stocked with gators. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, no barking dog issues. Forget about the small children playing. Just kidding. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know, I think that's part of the problem for the builders and developers, although there's places like that that have, take, that have overcome it in Sarasota. But, you know, when you're talking retirement, what are we talking really? Florida. Right. The Carolinas. Carolinas are big. Um, 
I would still think Arizona, even though it's hot as hell. Arizona pulls a pretty big retirement yeah. community. California. Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, believe it or not, Tennessee's a lot of folks beautiful. are going Not my Midwest. thing, but beautiful. I, I got to tell you, I love Tennessee. It's a yeah, great, I, love, great I love visiting there. I don't know if I could live Chattanooga, there. Chattanooga. Oh, yeah, beautiful. All the way. How about, uh, obviously, California. Um, But there's certain areas like California. I I see from statistically, it looks that many people are migrating and leaving California Mm -hmm. to go to Florida because when you look at the state income tax savings from no state income tax for Florida versus California, that's essentially like them being able to, you know, I I tell folks who live in California, I go, listen, if you come to Florida, Mm -hmm. I said, instead of giving the government your your hard earned right. money. I said, why don't you put it towards your house? At least you get to reap the benefit of no staying in, and living in that house. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, you got a market to. Did you know this guy's helping my old man? Right, my my pops owns this house and he doesn't own it outright. He's got a small mortgage on it, and Michael is putting him into an FHA program. My dad said, "This is what my dad's biggest problem with you doing the yeah. FHA reverse mortgage for him." He goes. Well, I don't spend any money. What am I supposed to do with all that extra money? What am I going to do? I'm going to just put it in the bank and I'm going to give it to the kids. Right. He goes, well, I don't understand. Your dad, I just pay. Your dad talks like Joe Pesci. He That's really totally amazing. talks like Joe Pesci. I swear to you, he's <laughs> he's incredible. He's a typical you think New I'm Yorker. Funny? Yeah. He's a funny how. I amuse you funny, huh? Like a clown? Fun- no, I'm just kidding. I love that so, movie. It's a great movie. So, <clears throat> you know, with that. A lot of folks, when you when I first talked to my dad about you know putting together the reverse mortgage with Michael, my dad said to me, he said, "Well, honest truth be told, he said, well, what am I going to do with the money?" He says, I, "I don't need the money. I don't understand. What am I going to do with the money?" He says, and I said to him, I said, "Dad," he goes, "And besides, he says, if I do that, he says, I got no house to leave you kids. Yeah, then right. I got nothing to leave you kids." I told we told our my, my father, I said, "Dad," I said, "I want you to die with a smile on your face, right. grinning from ear to." year and I want you to spend every last penny. I said, you raised your kids right. You raised your kids to be responsible. And by gosh, if you didn't raise them to be responsible, it's their own darn fault. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, but the reality is, is man, live your life to get rid to of that mortgage. To you. Yeah, that's do you know I can't wait to be 62 so yeah. I could do a, a, reverse, do a reverse mortgage? mortgage in six or seven months. There's no doubt I practice what I preach. So. Now again, you know, yeah, and I don't want this. Thank you for that, but I don't want this to be a reverse. No, 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 no. But thank you for that. Listen, uh, I, I, from the outside in, when I sat through and I went to uh, the realtor convention, and I sat through, and they they said to us, they said in the mortgage industry, this is fact, in the mortgage industry. FHA and the federal government loses more money on reverse mortgages from FHA because people are living longer and their FHA insured loan. This is not a plug for this guy. I'm just telling you that fact remains. If you're over 62, you owe it to yourself and your family to put that money in your family's pocket, not in the mortgage company's pocket. So anyway, just food for thought. I do appreciate that. But again, how about Colorado? I've heard that's becoming, it's rising in senior. Again, big, uh, you know, the high altitude. I've spoken sure. there. I've never spent a lot of time there. But the altitude can get you. I mean, it's, uh, but you it know, is beautiful, the I mountains. I don't see a lot of people migrating, younger people. Maybe, but <laughs> not migrating to, to um, Colorado for its um, horticulturalness yeah. um, that's um, mm-hmm. in Colorado. But um, anyhow, I don't see a lot of seniors uh, migrating. Mm-hmm. I, I lived there, as you know, for eight years. Yeah, yeah, that's a- Very rare did I ever deal with people who came in and said, hey, I'm retiring here. I'm coming down in a year or two. 
it, it was just a rarity. Um, but I do find that people who were in Colorado stayed in Colorado. A lot of them didn't leave. Right. Except for people like there. me who said, I need the water. Yeah, the mountains are beautiful. I mean, I like they the are. water better, but the mountains are beautiful. Try to get used to the weather out there. One day it's 70 degrees. The next morning it's snowing and 32. And mm-hmm. by afternoon it's back up to 67. Yeah, it's, it's crazy weather oh. there. I also have been reading that, awesome, Las, that Las Vegas, not Las Vegas, you know, on Hotel <coughs> Row, not on Vegas right. Boulevard, but in the outskirts of Las Vegas, I is live becoming there too. a good senior area. You know, prices were depressed greatly. They've now come back. you're talking. Now you're talking. Vegas. They, they're moving to Vegas. When I was out there, I was helping to uh, a couple of friends of mine start a national real estate franchise. And a lot of folks were migrating and moving out to Las Vegas. That's mm-hmm. actually a big, big pull yeah. and a big draw. No state income tax in Las yep. Vegas. Um, but I will tell you, there's not a whole... Wow, that's a deep chair for a little guy. <laughs> anyway, um, There's not a whole lot of senior development and and no, senior right. communities in Las Vegas. There's yeah. a couple, yeah. but not a lot. Not, in my opinion, not as many as there should be. Yeah. But your builders like D.R. Horton, KB Homes, um, just to name some of the few, are definitely targeting more into that senior living, especially in Florida. Mm-hmm. Arizona's a big one. Yeah. Um, Carolinas. Carolinas are a big one. Uh, believe it or not, New Jersey's high on the list. Now, I'm not making fun of New Jersey. I lived in New York my sure. whole life. And- and uh, my best friend's in New Jersey, but I, I can't see I saving like up all my money for a long time to move to Jersey. I, I lived in New Jersey. I lived in New York. But yeah. here's what I can tell you about Jersey and New York. Why is it when I go to Jersey, right? When I go to Jersey, the bridges are free. When I leave Jersey, they make me pay. They're like, you want to come in? Hey, it's free to come in. You want to like, leave? You we're making leave. you that's pay. Right. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I rode. I rode at, uh, at Atlantic City Racetrack and Garden State Racetrack. I think in that's the incredible. I really twenty do think years that. and twenty do you, pounds ago. Do you ride at all still? No, nah, I broke my neck and back can't. I did. I didn't know that. I knew yeah. you injured yourself. Oh, I, yeah. I broke my uh, C six, C seven, L three, L four. Um, both my collarbones. And, oh, my uh, God. You fell off, obviously? Yeah. Well, a horse killed Superman. I haven't been on a horse since then. Hey, and since I wanted to get into, into, I wanted to do something more dangerous, so I became, became a realtor. You became a realtor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, became do you want to live on the edge? <laughs> become right. a realtor. What a... <laughs> um, what was I just going to say? Well, do you know the, Do you know why sometimes why New Yorkers have bad attitudes? No. The light at the end of the tunnel is New Jersey. That's right. That's really New Jersey funny. people, there's people that, that live there their whole life. And I like Jersey. New York, too. But it is I like Jersey. And, and you did name some I could do without big... the jug handles. If you've yeah. never lived in Jersey, you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They have a jug handle. You can't make a left. you yeah. got to go right to go left. Yeah. Do you feel me on this? No, I don't like that at all. I, I get like confused. it either. It drives me and crazy. And also no self-service gas And then stations. sometimes they do let you go make a left. And then I'm like, oh, wait, this is not one of those times? <laughs> this is not those jug things. handle or two jug handle? That's the question. So do you see, though, um, builders, like you mentioned, really leaning more now? And again, senior has a no, different definition. No, I don't definition. think they're leaning, oh, actually. They're not. No, I, I think you're seeing a little bit, and they're, they're starting to do some target areas. But no, I don't think they're doing it as much as they really should be, and I think they're missing that audience. Um, you know, I can tell you from working the new home community, just to kind of give you a heads up on why I think this is an issue. I used to work in an area called Citrus Hills Development. It's up in Citrus County, home of the Ted Williams Museum. It's Mm -hmm. the highest point in Florida is right there in Citrus Hills. Beautiful clubhouse, beautiful rec center. It's it's absolutely an amazing, amazing place to live. But I'm going to share with you that what they told me, because that was their primary focus, they were actually then considering branching out and getting into the general market and building houses for the general public. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, what would cause you to do that? And they said, you know, 
lot of times folks come down and they're shopping for that retirement home as much as two, sometimes three years in advance. Yeah. These builders, when they open, they need to move inventory yes. now. Yeah. So part of the problem is I think that retirees take a long time to shop and a long time because here's the thing. When we retire, we're instantly thinking, we're looking for the forever house, the house we're going to retire in yeah. and die in. I don't know why we think like that. Because it's not true anymore. It's not true. I think that from a standpoint, um, because people are living older, a, a lot older, you know, I told my bobs, I said, if you're not, if you're not loving where he goes, ah, well, I'm 85, what am I going to do? I be said, happy. be happy. Yeah. Move by the beach. Yeah. Look at the little yeah. pretty girls in the bikinis yeah. if that's what you want to do. Right, pops? So I think that they start their looking so far in advance because they're looking at it as yeah. a forever home. I think that when the uh, retirement and senior community start shopping for more immediate purchases, that's I think that's when we're going to start seeing more builders get into it. But most builders can't open a community to hope that, that somebody it's going to that it's going to move and, and be in the built next three to five in, years because they, yeah. yeah, they, they, they have years. They have debt now. Yeah. So that I think is a lot yeah. of the issue they're dealing with. Yeah, I, I even think, though they get the tax benefits and some of the the, the yeah. gains out of it. But I think you might have hit the nail on the head. The economics of it hasn't caught up with the reality of it. It's true. Yeah, there's no. And now there's another statistic, and I'm not into statistics. I know you're not either because most of them are made up. In fact, 86.3% of <laughs> statistics are, uh, are made up. Um, but now they're saying that close to 40 to 45%, and this was a real survey, um, of um, seniors are going to move twice during retirement, where my grandparents moved to Florida from New York, because that was a law in the 1970s. If you're a Jew in New York, you had to move to Florida. It's the same thing if you're Italian. Yeah, the yeah, only they, thing, you got to go to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, they went you got to go to Lauderdale yeah, they if you're went Italian to, in New York. They went to West Palm Beach, this beautiful condo <laughs> thing. I still remember it. Um, I said I still remember it. Now I don't remember it. Do you know? Uh, Crest Haven. It's from West Palm Beach. If there's people watching from Crest Haven, I've played shuffleboard there. I've swam there. And bocce ball, the original bowling on they the like grass. like the bocce ball. But, you know, they did move there, I hate to say this, to die, to enjoy right. the last. Now seniors don't move. Some, no. I don't even know if 60-year-old people want to be known as seniors. I anymore. Agree. I really don't. They're not moving anywhere to die. 60's the new 40, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. That is exactly right. So, ladies, if you're over 62 and single, mydominican.com. Okay, mydominican.com. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Your wife would kill you. <laughs> she would kill me. I want her to be happy. If I die, she well, should go to... Somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. She'll figure out what the she, website is at that time. I'm not going to help. I don't want to make gonna, it too easy. You're going to be in the box, and she's going to be... Oh. I, I want to be in a wall. In a wall? In a wall. Yeah. Do, you, uh, do you really? Yeah, I want to be in a wall. I'm, I don't want to go in the ground. All seriousness, Put yeah, I want to be cremated. I'm being serious now. Really? I've always wanted to be cremated. Oh, that's so eerie to me. Really? Yeah. What happens if partway through, God goes, oops, made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> not like, ah. Well, the, he, I hope he realizes that before they hit the you know the the high on the burner. <laughs> I want to be in the wall. I just want to like knock. Hey, <laughs> somebody's maybe an escape by. button. I just want to knock on the wall. Then nobody's gonna hear. Where's Tony Orlando three times know. on the set. No, you're gonna need the escape button. Okay, and then it explodes out. I like that. Yeah. All right. I think we went off charge topic there for a second. Yeah, charge cell. How long do you want it to be charged for? <laughs> give me two. Yeah, give me a backup two. battery. Backup battery. I knew that and was a going. flashlight. All right. So, <clears throat> any states that we leave out? Because although of our eighty thousand viewers, I'd probably say, what do you think, John? About seventy-five percent of Florida. 
Well, John has the exact number, 68%. That's why he gets the big bucks. Nice. Um, so we are spreading throughout the country. But if, in fact, and, and I'm not being self-serving because you, in fact, own you know, a growing national franchise, but using a professional realtor don't, you know, is part of what you have to do. Yeah. I mean, don't, don't go into the one ads you know, right. and start looking around. Call a realtor that has expertise in Sarasota, in Bradenton, you in know, Arizona. And that's that's the other side. You know, folks, when you're going online and you're finding communities that you potentially are looking at for your uh, uh, new life, right? Because mm-hmm. that's really what it's all about, yeah. right? It's incredible. If you contact the communities direct, you got to understand that person in that community wants to sell you a property and they're going to tell you everything that's great around about that property and about that community and the homes and everything within. But the agent's going to give you the insider secret and potentially save you tens of thousands of dollars on making the wrong decision. Because I'm going to tell you, if you do buy the wrong property and you end up not doing your due diligence, right, here's the problem. You're going to have to sit in that property for almost two years before you can get out of it. It's like buying a car and then realizing you hate the car. And then you go to trade and they go, well, you know, we have this little shortfall of, you know, how much money that, you know, you didn't quite get back. So we're going to roll it. I repeat, we're going to roll it roll it into your new car loan. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you're financing that Hyundai Sonata for what it would have cost you to get a Mercedes Benz. That's the truth. You're upside down. You're never going to get out of it. So contact a realtor. Say, tell me the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give it to me straight so I can make an informed decision. And I'm going to share something else with you. I don't know if I should be selling this. My agents are going to be going, don't tell them that. If you tell a realtor when you get to town you're not planning on buying for two more years, they're probably not going to help you as much as if they thought you were going to buy something a little sooner. So do yourself a favor. If you're talking with an agent, no matter what area you're going to, listen, first off, I understand you want to be truthful and you want to be upfront. I I get it. But are there compensating circumstances that if you found the right property in the right neighborhood and you got it for the right price, would that allow you the opportunity to be able to make that decision a little sooner? So I I understand you don't want to be sold anything or pushed Mm -hmm. into anything. So what I want you to tell the agent when you're interviewing them is that you have time. You're ready to make a decision quickly. But you don't have to. You're fine with waiting because you want the right property. If you want somebody to give you the service and to go out of their way to find property, you got to you know, be ready to make a move a little bit sooner mm-hmm. if the right circumstance come along. I agree. So... And I can't tell you. I mean, how don't lead them on, though. Do, yeah. These guys do work on commission. Don't yeah. lead them around and, and have you take them all over town if you truly have zero desire to buy for three years. If mm-hmm. that's the case, just drive around on your own. But when it comes down to it that you're ready to make a decision, gosh, my God, hire a realtor. They're going yeah. to do all that work that you may not be able to do, even Before if you, you wanted get to. Here. That's exactly yeah. right. Well, and I can't tell you how many times I've never been a realtor, nor do I plan <clears> on being one. But as a mortgage person, how many times I've talked to someone who said, Michael, I'm looking at properties and, and you're telling me if I have this credit score, sure. and I retire on this income. But remember, I'm not coming for a couple of years. And then if they're with the right agent, and I don't mean high pressure, sure. but the right agent that says, but if we in fact found you something that was perfect today under the right circumstances, would you buy? They go, yeah, of course. Sure. You know, you know, let's face it, rates are in the threes today. That's right. Um, you know, the market has slowed down. I thought it crested at four, still in the threes. Oh, yeah, still amazing. in the threes. And that's a 30-year. You know, there's still some 15 years out there with small points in the twos. That hasn't been available in, you know, in a long, long wow. time. 
But again, do you folks remember back in the day, early what eight, late '80s, early '90s? It was in the teens. Yeah, well, yeah, mid '80s. It was mid '80s. Mid '80s. It was eighteen, which is the cap of right. the state of Florida. I got in in 1993, but I'll tell you, I remember when uh, when rates were at when I got in, they were about eight and a half, nine percent, and uh, gee whiz, now you know when when people saw rates were going to go to four percent, they oh, oh yeah, like, you go gosh, four and a half, people, the young people start getting nervous. Yeah, but the truth of the matter is, and we were discussing, who was I discussing this with? I don't remember who I was discussing with, but it's a lot of people don't realize this: ultra low rates makes your agents happy, oh, yeah. makes my loan officers happy but are not necessarily good for the country. Because when seniors, whether that be 50, 60, 70, or 80, are getting such low rate of return right. on their CDs, money markets, and annuities, they start looking for other things that will be more risky. They, you know, the truth of the matter, this country does best when rates are around 5%. Do you know, you're right, but here's, here's what I'm going to say to you too. Do you know that more... Um, I'm going to talk about one company in particular. It's a company called Home Partners of America. This is a That's real a estate investment mm -hmm. trust. These guys represent um, annuities and, and hedge funds mm -hmm. that, quite frank, they just got tired of putting their money into Something areas with, with 1% and 2% yeah. return. So now what these guys do is they're buying real estate and they're building an investment portfolio under the REIT. Um, so if national companies are seeing fit to put their money into real estate, why well, aren't true. you? Exactly. Um, if you've got equity inside your home, the equity in your home is doing nothing. What if you can, and now listen, I don't know where you guys are located, and I don't actively sell anymore. I support my, my realtors, and, and we're growing nationally. But I want to educate you. If you're looking to invest your money, Think about pulling some cash out of one of your or out of your primary resident if you own it and purchasing your first investment property. Now, I know what you think. What if the market goes bad? The market is only a problem if you're trying to sell your house in a bad market. If you keep your house, then you float the market, you collect your rents, and you're very happy, right? So mm -hmm. here's the other thing. A lot of times you're pulling cash out of your primary. Michael, what they get concerned with is they say, well, now my primary resident is, is attacked with a lien. It's got a lien on it okay. now for this investment property. But follow my thinking. No one's got a crystal ball, so I'm not making any guarantees about where the market's going. But in some areas of Tampa Bay, we've seen 7, 8, 9, 10% oh, yeah. increase from last year to this year. Mm -hmm. If history repeats and you're fortunate enough to be in that type of situation, then here's what I propose. We are in an election year, 2020. You know rates, or at least my crystal ball says, yeah. uh, and of course I don't have one, um, says that rates will stay good in 2020. Yes. I think rates will stay good in 2021. Mm -hmm. I think in 2022, we don't know. Yeah. We think it's probably going to raise a little. I think the market will dip a little. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we won't see as major of a correction as we did. I hope not. <laughs> to me too. That was oh some my correction. God, that was a major correction. Yeah. That was a trip, fall down and get yeah. run over and backed up over. And backed right back over. Um, but... Once your investment property develops some equity, pull the equity out of the investment property and then take that equity and pay back the, exactly. the loan on your primary residence. So you're freeing up your primary resident and then you're using your investment property and its gains in equity to be able to take that money and purchase more properties and build your portfolio. Did you know, I mean, guys, if you did this, think about it here. So if you're 62 years old, 
right? And you did a 15-year mortgage for them, okay? Low threes. Low threes. Maybe the twos. He maybe said, the twos, he yeah. said, you heard him say yeah, the twos. Yeah, no, maybe the twos. So low threes. And now check this out. They make an extra two payments a year because they're pulling in the rent. You use one of our realtors, so we got you a screaming deal. Yeah. No hoping doubt. anyway. So here's the thing. Now they make two extra payments a year, reasonably speaking. 10, 11 years? Oh, easy. Paid off? One payment would probably bring it down to 11 years. Two payments a year, which yeah. if we give you enough cash flow on that monthly rent, mm -hmm. you get enough cash flow on that monthly rent. Instead of taking the cash flow and put it in your pocket, take that, put it towards your mortgage, make that two extra payments. In 10 years, you own the property outright. That's right. What if you were collecting $1,200, actually $1,200 low for oh, rent, now, yeah. $1,500 a month? Well, in 10 years... That's going to be about two thousand to twenty-three hundred a month, free and clear. You get two, maybe three of those properties. Forget about who's going into election and who's going yeah. to take care of you and where the funds are going to come from for you to be able build your investment portfolio. Shoot, come and I'll teach you how to do it, and I'll get one of my agents to take you out and show you the right property. Yeah. But that's really what they can accomplish. I mean, my gosh, why wouldn't you? Well, yeah, let's use two thousand. 9, 10, and 11 as an example there. There has never been worse depreciation since 1929. Sure. But for those people that were able to last, because like you said, what's the difference if you're not selling? True. They've made their comeback now, and yep. it's worth more. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely land right. Land comes back. There's no way to get it. It what, absolutely Was it Will does. Rogers? Said, you know, <laughs> buy land, they're not making any more of it. Was it Will? I think it was Will I Rogers. I think you're right. So. But, you know, that, so many people don't look at that. They think that, and you just gave a perfect example quite frankly, for Mr. and Mrs. Joe America, not the millionaires of the world that are buying 20 or 30 That's at a right. time. You can accumulate two or three properties um, in, in over five to eight years, pay down your property. And I am going to do a shameless plug um, simply because several times I've done, you know, because many times people go, wait a minute, what if the renter moves out? What if the renter, you know, uh, loses Get their job? Renter. Well, the truth of the matter is now I have, an ex I have my mortgage payment on my house. Then I got even more money out of my house to buy the rental property. So my mortgage payment on my residence is higher. And now I got a, a rental house you know, that somebody moved out. It's going to take me a while to get a new tenant. I can't tell you how many times we've done a reverse mortgage on their primary residence, taking money out. I love it. Now they have no payment on their primary residence. That's amazing. And that, then they take that down payment and use it to have positive cash flow. Um, so there's just so many things you can do. But it does start with right. a professional real estate agent and a professional mortgage person and people like us working with their financial right. planner. People aren't doing that enough. It's, it, now it is a team. People and don't you, realize that, but it's a team and, to get and you, you do. from 62 to 90. You got to involve your, your CPA, your yep. accountant, um, my gosh, and make sure that you're making all the right decisions so that you're maximizing what your outcome is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, so... You know, we were laughing on the way here, even though we came in separate cars, you know, that we could fill a telephone if you and I really wanted to. We could do a Jerry Lewis 24-hour thing. I uh, love Jerry when, Lewis. Did I you did. guys love Jerry? I, thought, I used to watch that I as a kid. I got all teary when he, when he died. Oh, yeah, that telephone great, great, going around collecting for awesome. UNICEF. Yep. Um, Jerry, I mean, to me, it's still Jerry's kids. And what has it, it is. been, six years? Well, I thought Something it was longer like, than that. Maybe longer. It, they're it's always going to be Jerry's kids. But um, we only have about... 10, 12 minutes left, and then we're going to talk about next week's show. Uh, and now it is time, um, because I've said this before, you know, uh, as a career mortgage person, 
you know, I, I get business from uh, Remax. I get business from Keller Williams, Exit Realty, Century 21. I mean, there's a lot of great, great companies. There are great uh, companies. Yeah, Keller Williams, you know, and you've been part of a couple of them and helped them grow nationally. But you did something kind of special in the last year and a half to two years. Um, you know, something that I haven't seen. You know, I think, you know, I've mentioned it when we're speaking sure. together. You know, I was here and, you know, when, Ke you know, when Remax came to Florida, it was incredible. Oh, my God, 100% commission, and, and you pay rent like a real business person. It's true. And then I was here when a big block of them left, and Keller Williams suddenly was a household name. And, yep. And, um, you know, there's just so many great companies, and many of them start in Florida. Because yep. this is where real estate always goes up most of the time. Always most of the time. That doesn't make sense at <laughs> most all. Most of the time. I should, run over, I should run for office. It always does that. Most of the time. That's not, that's not good. Uh, maybe that's not why I'm not on a major news network. <laughs> Always most of the time. Um, but Great for politics, though. Great for you. I'm not running for office. Yeah. All fake news. No, we won't go, we won't go there. Um, let's talk about Align Right, because I've said this in public. I've said this in front of a couple of hundred people. What you have created with Align Right um, is a very, very different model. You're changing the rules. Thank you. Uh, you're not doing anything outlandish where people go, what? It, but they are looking and going, what did he say? Um, and that's why you've gone from no agents two years ago to what, 280? Uh, a little over 300. little over 300. And three but new franchises. But who's counting? <laughs> He's counting. I'm counting. Um, and, and just sold three more franchises. Yep. Tell us four. a little bit of what makes a line right unique, because I think it's incredible. You know, um, there's a lot of different real estate companies out there that clients can choose. And for us, we, we, we take this business um, very serious and we take it to another level. What do I mean by that? We feel that if we have a happy place for our agents to work, a place where they're feeling supported and nurtured and almost like part of a family and, and like a good family would nurture one another, we feel that the agents who are happier, they perform better and they work better. And I, I teach agents, I say, listen, if this is just a transaction, if you're just looking to make money, go to work with one of the other firms. There's plenty of them out there, but mm -hmm. that's not who we are. A line right realty was created to be able to change people's lives. So when I take on an agent with our firm and I take on a new broker franchisee, I take them on as almost one of my children. They're part of my family. And <clears throat> I tell them to take that job of what they're doing very serious because I take it serious with what I'm pushing and molding them into. So I think as a consumer out there, you want a realtor who's knowledgeable about the industry. You also want someone who has the proper resources to find out if there's a great deal to be had out there mm -hmm. to be able to advise you on price and terms and and my gosh do you know uh, people go into new home builders today and they they pay what the builder asks in price listen we don't ever pay list price we go in everything's a negotiation so with our agents we just we we, we believe that getting to the core and people buy why we do something, not what we do. And, well, the reason why we do what we do is because it's changing people's lives. People, their house is their castle. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's the most yeah. important place, right? And, and we take it pretty serious. We also hope that when a career change is prevalent inside the household, we're hoping that maybe that consumer, that homeowner, had such a positive experience with our agent that they said, you know what? I think I want to become a realtor. I tell our agents, I say the greatest gift or the greatest compliment you can ever receive is when your client says, 
I want to do this too. Because there are a lot of pitfalls. I always say agents are like are like pilots, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you hit some rough air, right? You get a little turbulence and you kind of grab hold of the seat and you go, okay. Well, a good realtor never lets you see the behind-the-scenes turbulence. So when you say, hey, I want to be a realtor, that was such a great transaction, the worst compliment would be, I want to be a realtor. That was the worst transaction. <laughs> I can do it so you don't, that, yeah. you don't want that. So, you know, from that point, you know, I, I encourage you, if you want a, a, a professional that's going to believe in you and want to do and give you exactly what you want, you've got to reach out to a line right realty. But I'm going to tell you, If you're thinking about a change in careers, you want to get out of the house, or maybe you just want to make an extra 10 or 20 grand or 100 or 500 grand a year, you can do it in this business. You can make your own hours, and it's you in the driver's seat. You make as much as you want or as little as you want, but I will tell you, it's easier for me to coach you to train, coach you to make 100,000 than it is for you to make 10 grand. It's easier to make the 100, believe it or not, right? Because objects in motion stay in motion. Mm. So it's easier, believe it or not, to do that. So, you know, when we opened up a line right realty, we found there were two types of brokerages, Michael. We, we saw, you know, companies like the Remaxes, mm-hmm. that they were 100% concepts. They had to pay a lot of money to work there. And then we saw that there were traditional split companies. You hang your license there, and the company takes a large percentage of your money. Mm-hmm. And what we found is, is that 100% companies didn't provide much of anything to the, to the agent, where the split companies had a lot they provided for the agent. So many agents would start working at the split company and then jump over to the 100% but not everybody would make it. So what we did was, is we wanted to create a hybrid real estate model. We Mm -hmm. wanted to come up with something that we said, how can we look, smell, service, support, like a split company, like your (laughs) traditionals, Mm -hmm. but how can we pay out like a 100% concept? And that's when the uh, hybrid model was born, um, Align Right Realty. So that's what we're doing. We we got approved by the the, uh, Federal Trade Commission. We're now approved in 28 states to sell Align Right Realty offices. We've uh, sold and closed on four franchises here in Tampa in four months. So we're pretty new at uh, being a national franchise. (laughs) I've worked for some of the largest national franchises in uh, the United States, actually world wide. Uh, so I'm the guy that they always hired in to grow and restructure offices and rebuild them to number one in the marketplace. So I did it for other firms. Now I'm doing it for myself and for you. So pretty exciting stuff. It is. And um, and again, I, I know I have friends that watch the TV show that work for other agencies. And, sure. And I mean no disrespect towards them, but you had no, a there's meeting. a lot of good companies. No, there's out a lot there. of good companies. I, I don't. I don't bash anyone. <laughs> you know, no, you when, never when, do. You when never people do. ask me why I left the previous companies, I, I have the same thing I say. I said my roots just outgrew the pot that I was growing in. Yeah. Well, you're the only broker it. I've ever seen, and I've known a lot of great brokers that you get calls sometimes from people that don't work for you. Yep. That you help them with problems because they've regularly. known you from the past. Oh, yeah, very regular. I get calls from attorneys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. you, you, you I know, go, Johnny, but you're an can attorney. you help me with frack? <laughs> Johnny, can you help me with this? Right. They don't even work for you, but they know you're going right. to do that. You know, I but think- you know what, though, Michael, there's there's you know, if you if you're putting people first and mm-hmm. you lead with your heart now, you got to be smart about it, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, my philosophy is, is if you call me and you need my help, I may not be working with you on that transaction or with you as a broker versus agent. I may not be. But if I give you the help that you needed when I didn't have to, 
that goes a long way. That's, that's life. That's just good business. Yeah, it's not just good business, it's good life, and you live it that way. Yeah. yeah, I think one of the best examples, and I still tell people about it, it was only a month ago, is the meeting you know, that you had about 50, 60 people, and I, I think you asked everybody to stand up and say um, you know, how they were doing, you know, uh, why they enjoy selling real estate, and um, how a line right has changed their life. Mm-hmm. Now, that's an unusual question at a realtor meeting, let's face it. Sure. Um, and I'd say... You know, halfway through it, it was, you know, there was a lot of people in the room with tears coming out of their eyes. Very much so. Um, and I, I'm standing it's in the back of the room. It's a life changer. It really is. It, it is. And I'm standing in the back room because <clears> you <throat> always have, you know, standing room only, so I'm not going to hog a seat. I was standing in the back with some of the other sponsors, and we were in a hotel. And people were walking by, looking in, and I'm not going to mention <laughs> names, but there's, you know, some, a lot of realtors, men and women, going... And since I joined you, Johnny, and, and my life, and, and I mean, it's just, it was so touching, and I'm going, yeah, I don't Did really... Did you see the last event? We actually had hotel guests that oh. came into the room. I introduced, I said, hi, are you a new agent with our company? And they said, no, we were walking by, and it seemed so awesome. We had to come in. Well, when I, when I <laughs> so. went to the front desk, because I had to take care of some business there, there was actually a, a couple that came, a young couple with kids. They were making a lot of noise. We had to close the door, but <clears> I went to the desk, and they actually said to the couple... Is that some sort of like a funeral home or something in there that's having a meeting? They're all crying. And oh my she went, God, no, it's a real estate company. Um, but I've attended a lot of meetings on my 37 years. Yeah, well, we all do. Well, you create that. Um, you know, uh, there's all sorts of cliches, you know, for that. You know, the speed of the, uh, the, speed of the crowd is the speed of the leader. You know, it's, uh, you know. There's all sorts of cliches. You know, you can't soar, you can't fly like a eagle. You can't soar like yeah. an eagle if you surround yourself with turkeys, That's and you true. don't surround yourself with turkeys. Um, you have you a don't car- become a, cr- a great sailor in smooth seas either. No, that's exactly. <laughs> oh, I like that. I do like that. No, but it, you've put together a very unique concept, not just financially, but people-wise. And, we got a great group, you know. Yeah. We got a caring group. People yeah. look out for each other. They do. You know, every month we do a family fun night. We invite the mm-hmm. agents to come in. You know, you've been to many golf, of them. bowling. Oh my God! And we invite the agents to come in with their significant other, or spouse, and their children. If they have somebody visiting the house, we tell them to come on in. And you know, we'll get. I'll get a text message. Oh, I got my aunt, Aunt Susie, and Uncle Joe. I almost said Aunt Joe, but yeah. today it and could today be Aunt Joe. Aunt Joe. You never know. Yeah. Um, and they say, "Can I bring them?" And I said, "My <clears> gosh, this is family fun." night they're part of your family of course you should bring your halloween party the children running around going crazy yeah i mean yeah it it is very different and let's face it in today's world even though i don't culture is everything yeah it's not just that but i mean the younger you know you literally can go and get a virtual tour of a house without meeting a realtor Mm. you can get a mortgage person on a website without ever talking to a mike banner what fun would that be well yeah it wouldn't be but you're never sure that you're getting the best deal That's right. at the best of everything. But because of technology, the world has changed. And there are a lot of agents out there, if I, if I alienate some of them, well, that's just life, you know, they, <coughs> you know, they list their properties, and then they wait for somebody to sell them. God yep. forbid they get a phone call and have to do something. It's true. And, I, and I, I, I don't mean that disrespectfully, but I sort of do. You know what it's you should rough. do? You know what they need to do? Guys, if you're hiring a realtor to list your home and sell your home, Make the realtor take out the cancellation fee. There's a cancellation fee typically in a lot of listing contracts. Make them take it out and tell that agent, if you don't perform, I want to be able to fire you. <laughs> I think you should. I think fire them. Yeah. Uh, that, here's a guy with 300 real, real estate agents telling you to take out the cancellation. <coughs> 
so what do you see changing? You know, they're we talking don't want to get your business. We want to earn your business. There's a difference. There's no doubt about it. What do you see with only a few minutes remaining? Let's go away from everything for a while. Technology is changing. Sure. You know, they, you know, now I actually, if, you know, in the mortgage company, you have a very high credit score, a loan loan to value, which in layman terms is putting down a large down payment. We're waiving appraisals. Not that I think that's bright mm. on a long-term thing. That's scary. But there are now deals where you're waiving <clears throat> appraisals. Uh, there is talk that appraisals will become obsolete because it's a computer system for three comps. Mm -hmm. I hope that never happens because then we're going to go back into how. fraud. And, and you really, without that human effort, how do you know that this house here is nicer than this house inside? It's true. Um, you know, there is talk about eliminating title companies in the, le in the next 10 years because a title search is a do search you know, is a search. But It's funny. We talk about technology. And I, I was listening to somebody talk about a new piece of technology. And, and I said, how accurate is the technology? How accurate? And he said, oh, 80 at the worst, but probably more like 85, 90. He said, that's great. It's great if you're part of the 85 yeah. or the 90. But if you're yeah. part of the 10 or the 15... It sucks. Well, let's take it one step <clears throat> further. If we had 15% false information in the mortgage world, there would be a recession that makes 2009. People lie on their 19, mortgage? Yeah. That happens? It happens. Oh my God, no, it would make so 1929 shocking. look like a... You can't have 15% error. And, um, no, you can't. You know, it, I think the day, hopefully you and I will be long retired, where the realtor or mortgage person is going to play a very different role than you and I do now. But I don't think it's tomorrow. I don't even think it's in the next decade. Um, no. But it's coming. We'll be gone by then. I don't mean gone like in another world, but gone, hopefully retired and just uh, not doing this. But it's going to change. It has to. It's already changed. Right. I mean, I remember, <clears throat> you know, let's face it. When I was a kid, if you told me to name a real estate agency when I was a kid, I would have to say Ch Century 21. That would have been the, the only gold one. jacket. I, yeah. mean, I, I mean, I remember that. As much as like and the, the balloon, that's what I remembered. Well, the balloon came in the what seventies or eighties? Eighties. Mm, eighties. Actually, so, yeah, late eighties. Yeah. Now, Century Twenty One doesn't use the gold jacket anymore, do they? No. Yeah, that that to me is like iconic. Yeah. I mean, it really was. A lot of you guys don't remember that, but they used to have the gold jackets. Yeah, so when everybody. You were a million dollar producer, you got the gold the jacket. Gold jacket. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, but you didn't get it. You had to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you definitely didn't get it. <clears throat> no, I I think our our worlds are changing. Yeah. No, I agree. But I'll tell you, I think people still like that human touch, that, yeah. that personal involvement, somebody who they can bounce ideas off of. And, and I don't know about you guys, but I got to tell you, one of the most frustrating things to me is when I buy something and I can't pick up the phone and call somebody to complain. Sometimes yeah. I just want somebody to listen to me, to mm -hmm. unload, and then say, no problem, Mr. Lowy. Thank you so much. We apologize that you've been inconvenienced, but we're going to try to fix it. I'd rather hear that than see it in an email. Though, I will tell you, you know my wife. My wife would probably rather yeah. have an email. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about the younger generation. Um, I'm, I'm worried about them in so many ways. Um, the fa I mean, they're a great generation. They're intelligent. Um, you know, they're, they're so into the um, technology that it's staggering. Sure. The Facebook generation, um, which just staggers me sometimes we won't get into that with two oh minutes oh my to god go. you want to but watch i am worried funny. about them watch my father try to <clears throat> work a computer my what dad, does this mean it yeah. keeps popping up an error yeah no it's it's like i the, got my hammer i got my it's like the lady a lady keeps running to her mailbox like every three minutes every three minutes she runs out to her mailbox she's like 80 years old so neighbor comes up and goes you okay you've, you've been out to the mailbox like 50 times in the last hour 
Because I don't know, my, my son bought me this computer. Every time I turn it on, it says, you got mail. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, I am worried about, there's only a, a minute and a half left. The younger generation doesn't want the human contact. That's right. what I'm worried about. No, the texting, I, I Facebook, they don't even know what it is. They don't know how to talk to people. I'm sorry. It's true. I'm not being insulting, but I, I sort of am. Do you know what's funny is, is I've sat and I've watched kids at a table communicate with each other via text. And yeah. then my wife and I go out to dinner and I want to tell her something about the guy at the table next to us. So I pull out my phone and <laughs> I start texting my wife. She goes, I'm right here. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go. Now, the, the personal part of almost everything, I mean, now we have, uh, we buy cars online, we buy houses, know, it's, it's rough. But could it be that people who are gearing towards technology and cutting out the human interaction, could it be that they had a miserable experience yes. or a bad experience? And that's why they, they kind of, but what if you had a great experience? There's a real estate brokerage I, I ran into, they said, we're, we're not going to do any brick-and-mortar offices. We just feel that agents don't want to go to a brick-and-mortar office. And I said, gee whiz, but if you have a nice office, one that's a positive environment, makes you feel good when you're there, and there's teamwork and support, and, and, and you, you love being there, I said, it sounds to me like you guys just worked in a crappy office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's no doubt so about it. I think if you're getting the right help and the right customer service, I, I think that's not going to be an issue. I think, but we as professionals, we got to step up our game. What do you All think? Right. Well, we got 10 seconds left, as always. Thank you. Thanks, Love brother. you, too. Um, thank you, everybody out there. We're going to have a few great shows before New Year's. Have a wonderful holiday season, but we'll see you a week from today. Take care.